welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's video, it's going to be a super cool one because I'm collaborating with Nick and Nick from Rogue Overland. So thank you guys from Rogue Overland for you know agreeing to work with me and, and put together a couple of videos. Um, so this one today, we're going to be talking about overlanding storage solutions and kind of that reduction of gear. Like how do you be as efficient and optimized as you can with your gear setup? How do you save room in your vehicle? And just kind of the thought process that we've gone through, both Rogue Overland and myself, over the years as we've kind of evolved our thinking and evolved our gear to match our trips. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey everybody, it's Nick here with Rogue Overland. And here at Rogue Overland, we are very excited to be part of this video collaboration with All Things Overlanding. Now we're gonna get you some information about some storage solutions that you can consider on your next overlanding and off-road trip. Making content like this does take a lot of work, so do us a favor, and if you like the information that you see here, smash that like button, consider subscribing to the channel, and if you haven't, jump over to the At Rogue Overland YouTube channel Watch some videos and smash some like buttons if you enjoy it. It will help us to continue to get information like this out to our community. Now let's head over to the back of the Xterra and check out some of the storage solutions that we've used to make off-roading and overlanding much easier. The first thing I wanna to touch on is just a simple bin setup. You don't have to rush right out and buy a drawer system Although there's some great companies out there that make awesome drawer systems, but this Xterra was built as a rock crawling vehicle. So the nice thing about what using the bins is it allows us to get rid of this weight if we don't need it. So if we're going on a trip where we're just rock crawling, perfect, we're just rock crawling, we leave the kitchen at home. So with the drawer system, obviously you wouldn't be able to do that. So these are just simple Plano bins. Pick them up at Walmart. Don't recall the exact cost, but probably somewhere under $20. The nice thing about them is they latch shut. So they actually do lock shut with this latching system. And they are molded to where they stack on top of each other and don't slide off of each other. So I run two bins, one bin full of spare parts, uh, fluids, things like that, that I'm gonna need for any trail repairs. And then on top of the other one, we have the kitchen bin. And the kitchen bin basically has all our kitchen stuff. And what we've done with our setup, because we generally are rolling with three kids, uh, so there's five of us total, 
we go with a backpacker's mentality. And backpacker's mentality being that light, small stuff. So in the kitchen bin, we have a, a uh, MSR, basically like a jet boil, an MSR Inferno stove. Uh, we have just a little Coleman, you know, screw on top of the one gallon bottle stove, uh, burner top, and then, then our basic, you know, plates, pot, and our cooking utensils. And then in there also we have the tin foil and some seasonings and things like that. So everything that we need to cook, uh, short of if we're on a trip where we have the Tembo Tuscottle, everything we need to cook is contained in this bin. And then just simply using the perfect bungee to, to strap these bins down. And we've had this set up on the Rubicon Trail. We've had this set up on uh, John Bull. I mean, it, it's been out and been wheeled hard. And these things, they don't move. They stay where they're supposed to be. Now also, generally right here when we're out on a trip, we will also have the fridge uh, contained right here and it'll also be held down by a perfect bungee. And then these bins will basically fit in the spaces between. Uh, these are from Front Runner and in these two containers, these are our, these are our dry food uh, containers. So I forget what Front Runner calls these, but they just, you know, zip open, zip close, and we have all our, all our dry food in these two containers. So just a simple way to basically have a modular setup, switch it up based on what you need. Do you need a kitchen, yes or no? Do you need one dry food bin, two dry food bins? Um, and, and very inexpensive, right? So you're into to all of these for probably under $100. So that's, that's the first thing there is just some simple bins. All right, so one of the ways that I have, you know, worked to optimize my storage and, uh, you know, decrease sort of the waste and the amount of stuff I have to repack for every trip is I actually built a custom drawer system. Now, it's nothing fancy at all, it's, but it's really well made, it's really nice, it was really inexpensive. I think I have about $150 total in supplies, wood, you know, hinges, uh, everything else that goes with this. So the way that the back of the Xterra works is actually kind of cool. It has a system called the Utilitrack system, which in the floor there are tracks basically that you can use to move stuff around. So you, it, stock, it comes with these little rings that you can basically screw into place in the Utilitrack system. And then you can adjust where these little loops are so that you can you know, tie things down in the back. So you can throw different types of gear in the back of the truck, tie it down, customize kind of your storage solution in the back. Um, that is one thing that you do give up if you do something like a drawer system. There is a tiny bit of room, maybe about three or four inches underneath of the floorboards. Honestly though, I just used it for things like uh, recovery straps, that kind of thing anyways. So for me it wasn't a great loss because I got you know some permanent storage for a lot of stuff up here in these drawers. Um, the reason I mentioned the Utilitrack system is I actually cut some lines basically down in the bottom of the drawers and then I, I took bolts and washers and nuts and I basically put it into the Utilitrack system. So this is bolted to the back of the truck so it doesn't move. So when you're in an overlaning situation, when you're on rutted you know backcountry roads, when you're off camber, you don't have to worry about like if you have crates or boxes in the back if they're not strapped down well enough they're going to move and shift around it could be dangerous could be annoying it could be you know scary or make you make a decision that you might not want to so it is bolted down to the floorboards in the back now the way i designed it was i designed it around the idea of a fridge at the time when i made it i didn't have a fridge yet i had a seven gallon water jug and i had a cooler 
and it still worked for that so you could do that um, but what I was looking for was I was looking for a way to mount a fridge on a big long drawer slide heavy-duty drawer slide and then underneath of the fridge I actually store my stove on another drawer slide that comes out of the side of that so essentially what happens is this I have these pantry locks that I got that make them really easy to lock and unlock um, but then when you slide out the main slider here and I'm on a little bit of an uphill um, when you slide out the main slider here, you've got your fridge right up there. Again, you've got a bottle opener down here. If you're a beer drinker, that's important. Um, but then from the side here, I've actually got another little pop-out slide that houses my grill. So then I can pop my grill open right there, and I can be cooking right here. I have access to the fridge. I have access to the drawers where I keep, you know, canned goods, uh, seasonings, things like that. Um, but so this just kind of, in my mind, you know, the way that I designed it was I wanted to be able to keep everything sort of stored back here out of the way, but then be able to cook, access the fridge, access the drawers all at once. So again, you have to really think through, if you're going to do a drawer system, you kind of have to think about what are your goals with it? What do you want to carry? What do you want to do? What does your setup need to look like when it's deployed? Um, because all of that makes a difference. So again, I've got the stove down there. I've got the fridge on top. I've got the bottle opener on the front here. In the rear of the drawer system too, there's about 10 or 12 inches of space. So what we did back there is we actually hollowed that out and we made it so that I could store uh, recovery gear in the back. So in the back of this drawer is my recovery gear. Now you may say, yeah, but how do you get to that? If you get in a, if you get in a situation where you're stuck, you can't really reach back in there and get that. Well, the cool thing about the Xterra especially, and in my case, I removed the rear seat over here. So basically when this is pushed in, which is what it would be if I was in a, an overlanding situation and I got stuck, um, I can access it from the side door. So when you open the side door there, the recovery stuff is right there. But it just, again, it's, it's all about optimizing and maximizing your space, right? Um, over here in the drawers, so I have two of them. Um, part of the reason for two versus three was cost. I wanted to keep down the cost of sliders. Sliders are one of the bigger expenses on the drawer system. Um, they can be fairly pricey. These are 24 inch slides, that is a 36 inch slide. But so in here I've got camping supplies, I've got you know toiletries, I've got toilet paper, I've got you know fire starting stuff, I've got things related to my awning, I've got adapters for propane to my stove, that kind of stuff. And then on the bottom, it's a little bit deeper, a little bit taller on the bottom. So pretty much down here, I've got my chair. I've got some extra tools. I've got toilet paper in here too. You never want to not have toilet paper. That's very important. Um, I've got a folding shovel. I've got a NOCO uh, battery boost, a thing that if I killed my battery, I would have an extra way to sort of jumpstart the car. Um, chainsaw sharpener, tools, just pretty much anything else. Anything that's not related to food and that sort of stuff, food or the awning and tent goes down here. Um, and then up on top, we just put a little lip on it just so that things don't slide off. Um, up here, I keep my chainsaw. I've got a five pound propane tank, and then I've got my extra chainsaw batteries. So um, just kind of gives me a nice spot too, especially like when I'm cooking to like toss things if I need um, a spot to set something temporarily. So that's the drawer system. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
The other thing we've done to help get things organized is taking these Rogue Overland Molly pouches produced for us by 511 Tactical and attach them in various places throughout the vehicle. So we have this one attached to the back of the headrest. It just snaps around the bracket for the head, the, uh, the bars for the headrest snaps onto itself and it's secure. We have another one that's stashed uh, attached to the door panel on the passenger side of the vehicle. And the reason why this is important is because you want things to be secure when you're out traveling in a vehicle full of gear, right? If the worst should happen and, and a rollover or a car crash, anything that's loose is gonna go flying and become a projectile within the vehicle. So for, from a safety standpoint, you want all the things contained. So for example, this one here contains all of our headlamps. And so, yes, will a headlamp necessarily cause death or something if it goes flying through the vehicle in a rollover? No, not necessarily, but maybe it hits somebody in the eye and, and that's a very vulnerable part of the body. So besides just helping us get organized, it's also safe to have these tucked away in, in, a, in a secure container like this Molly panel. And for example, on the passenger door panel, that's where my wife stores all her, her, her winter stuff. So, you know, the, uh, the neck buff, the beanie, um, gloves, things like that, where you just want them to be there. You want them to be easily accessible if you need them. But if you don't need them, you want them tucked away and out of the way so they're not just cluttering things up. So these Molly panels have worked really well for us. Uh, we like them a lot and you can actually find them on our website, rogueoverland.com backslash shop, uh, if it's something that you're interested in. So another one of the, the important things that I've learned the longer and longer that I've done overlanding is that the size of gear and the quality of gear is really important. Um, you know, a lot of the times, especially when I first started, I was all about inexpensive gear. All the, just the cheapest gear that I could possibly get. And then I started to learn, I'll give you a good example, your chairs. So I've talked a little bit about this in multiple videos, but I've been through probably six or seven different types of chairs as I've been into overlanding. I, you know, I want comfort, but I also want small size. So I finally sort of settled on the G4 free aluminum folding chair. It's basically one of those that are the aluminum tube style that fold really small. So about probably about the size of my forearm, a little bit longer, um, but it does have the high back on it. So it's still nice and comfortable, but I mean, it folds down small enough that it actually fits in the bottom of my drawers instead of having to be thrown in the back seat or, you know, sitting on my kids' laps if they go with me on a trip. So it just gives you a lot more in terms of flexibility when you have smaller gear that can fit in more spaces. Um, another example that you can see right here is, you know, I've done the one pound propane tanks before. They're a pain, they're pretty big for only getting one pound of propane. They run out pretty quick. It's not really all that environmentally friendly to be running through those things all the time. Um, so then from that, I went to a 20 pound tank because I had it laying around, right? I pulled it out of my grill and I went camping with it one time. 20 pounds is way too much propane. Like, unless you are camping for like a month and you're gonna use that thing for hours every night, like you don't, you just don't need 20 pounds of propane. At least I don't, not in my application. I'm not running a propane fire pit. I'm using it to cook on. I'm using it occasionally maybe to run a buddy heater, but very infrequently. Um, so for me, a five pound tank made a lot more sense. It's a lot smaller than a 20 pound, not all that much bigger than a one pound. And again, thanks to my drawer system, I have a spot where I just strapped it down to the top. So it's fixed in there, stays right there, and it's also close to my 
stove, which is right down here in the bottom of this slider, so I can hook the, the hose up to it and hook it straight into the stove, and I'm ready to go. So it stays put. I don't have to mess with taking things out and doing a bunch of moving of things around, um, and it's smaller than a 20-pound by far, so it's been a good size for me and my type of overlanding. Um, so again, focusing on the gear, thinking about what you can do to reduce the size of the gear is very important. Um, especially if you're in a smaller rig like an Xterra or a Jeep XJ or, you know, anything like that where you're just not going to have, you know, tons and tons of room. It's not a minivan or a school bus. So this one's a little bit hard to show on video, but I'm going to do my best here. My mom actually came up with this idea, so shout out to the Rogue Overland grandparents. But basically what we've done is taken this netting, which you can get at any craft store like Joann's, and then some, some bungee and run the bungee cord around the edge of the netting and attached it to the attachment points on the Xterra. And so what we use this for is to basically get our, our rain jackets and our puffer jackets up in an organized area. So if any of you out there travel with kids, you know that kids are just throwing jackets and stuff on the ground. It's getting all trampled all over. It's very disorganized and, and just kind of frustrating sometimes. So this is great because we can fit all five of our rain jackets and puffer jackets up in this particular setup. And basically we've doubled it over. So you have a top layer here where oftentimes we'll stash uh, like the, the sun hats and then the layer in between, you can get your fleece or your puffer jackets and stash them up in there. And it works really well, contains the jackets, uh, no problems at all with them, with them falling out. The more you load it up, obviously, the more it's gonna sag down and obstruct your view. So for me, this is generally like Tetris back here when we're rolling with all five of us, so I can't see out the back anyway, so it doesn't matter, but that's something to keep in mind if, if it's something that's of a concern for you. So another way that I've kind of developed over the years that is a good way to save some space when overlanding is a rooftop tent. Um, you know, a lot of people look at his rooftop tent as kind of bougie, right? A little bit like, oh, why do you have to have a rooftop tent? Can't you just get a ground tent? A gazelle's really nice. That's true. Um, so for me, you know, when I thought of a rooftop tent, my real thought wasn't, I don't really have any, any issues with predators or anything like that. We have coyotes in Indiana, but I don't really deal with bears or anything big or sizable. Maybe some large cats occasionally. Not house cats, like bobcats and things like that. But really, we don't have a ton of predators here in Indiana. Um, so that really wasn't my first concern. Now, I know for some people it can be a concern or something that they want, um, you know, to have or a reason that they may want to have a rooftop tent. Um, however, you know, that is a benefit. So if you do live in a place that has bears or anything like that, it is really nice to just be up on top of the truck. But the main reason that I'm talking about rooftop tents for me as a benefit for reduction of space is it gives me a whole nother basically like a large box on top of the roof where I can store some of my biggest stuff like bedding. Um, now with my newest tent, this is a hard shell, rugged bound, slim rooftop tent. Um, it's a fantastic tent, super, super comfy. Definitely the most comfortable I've ever been sleeping uh, overlanding. But it's, it's called a slim for a reason, right? It's slim. Um, so like I have a full size pillow that I usually use because I want to be comfortable. 
that does not fit up there. In my old soft top tent, it did, um, but it was a much bigger footprint. It was a much bigger pain to get open and closed, that sort of thing, which is why I switched to the slim. However, it's still very useful. I've got my sleeping bag up there. I've got a wool blanket up there. I've got my long legs for my awning up there as well. So they're stored up there and they're really thin and long, but that just gives me another place to store that. Um, I keep my fan. I keep some hot hands up there. I keep a bunch of extra gear in there, lights, I've got plugs up there that run off of my main battery, my, my AGM battery. So it just gives me a whole other place to store a lot of that stuff. Um, it prevents me from having to uh, bring additional like padding and, and mattresses and things like that like I used to with my old rooftop tent. So everything just stays up in there, which is really, really nice. So as a way to save space, a rooftop tent is a pricey one, but it is definitely a good way if you are really into overlanding, if you also maybe have some of those problems like bugs or predators where you want to get up on the roof. Um, again, for me, it was mostly just to save space. I don't have to have a whole sleeping bag and my blanket and pillows and all that stuff in the truck. Now I keep it up in the rooftop tent. It gives me extra room for more gear inside the truck. So the last thing I want to talk about is the HEPS Design Molly Panel, which you can pick up from NizTechLifts.com. Been running this for several years now. We've had them in several vehicles, and they're just really handy ways to get stuff attached. So you can, like for example, in, in this Molly pouch here, I have all the, we have a couple hammocks in this pouch here. If, uh, again, if you're out with kids, a really great thing for, for keeping kids occupied is glow sticks. So I keep this pouch here just, just full of glow sticks off of Amazon. You can get them pretty cheap. And then, uh, you know, just a little magnetic camp light deal that, believe it or not, actually stays on there quite well while you're, you're off-roading. Um, we, we've kept first aid kits there, dog supplies there. So uh, they're, they're kitchen knives, there's a, there's a lot of stuff you can, you can do with these. And the great thing is it just, it just takes, it makes use of that space. As the driver, I can't see out of this window anyway. So it's like, why not throw something up there and, and, and use that space and get some stuff secured and, and off of the ground. So I've liked that quite a bit and it's just, Easy to install, just attaches to the, to the plastic basically, and it, it's worked really well so far. All right, everybody, so that was it. That was the episode with Rogue Overland. So again, thanks to Nick and Nick of Rogue Overland. It was great to work with you guys on this video. Um, if you don't already, definitely click that subscribe button, click the bell to be notified when new videos drop, and in the description below will be a link to Rogue Overland's uh, YouTube and other channels as well. Um, great, great guys, awesome Nissan and overlanding content. So if you're into overlanding, camping, specifically Nissans even, then you should definitely check them out as well. Um, so again, thanks for watching and we'll see you guys next time.